You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into our new podcast. My name is Sean Brace. I'm alongside here with my beautiful wife. Introduce yourself. Camille Brace. Very good. We are two residents of the great state of Maine. We live in Bangor, Maine, and I'm a pastor here. And Camille, you are a... Stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom. Okay, cool. And uh, how many children do you have if you're a stay-at-home mom? Uh, well, we have three. We have three. Indeed, we do. And uh, we've lived here in Bangor for about six years, a little over six years. And we have decided that we want to live life on mission. And so we thought as a way of doing that, we could uh, have a podcast that would be uh, helpful in instructing and training others who might want to get some ideas as to how to live life on mission. We live in a very secular state, in a very secular part of the United States. So uh, we've been trying some different things, and we have been learning and experimenting. And uh, how do you think it's been going so far, Camille? It's great. Um, loving a different perspective on uh, how we do church and how we look at our neighbors and those around us. Yeah, so we thought we would do a podcast and uh, just throw some other ideas out there. I know there's a lot in the internet, on the interwires, but we uh, we thought we'd give a little taste of what it's like to do mission on the front line. So this is just kind of a, uh, a mom and pa thing here, mom and pop podcast. We're doing it from our living room. Hopefully our children do not wake up. Do you anticipate them waking up, Camille? Are they down for the night? I believe so. It's 9.15 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And all of our children are sleeping, so we're happy about that. But uh, today, on this very first podcast, I thought we would talk about, Camille, why we don't like church. Are you excited about that idea? Sure. (laughs) So Camille is uh, probably on this podcast going to try to keep me reined in a little bit, right? Because I can tend to speak in very black and white in extreme terms. Uh, so she's going to hopefully be the balancing partner here in this podcast. you think you're capable of doing that? Yep, I'm always capable. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So we'll see who does most. She, she may also make sure that I don't talk uh, incessantly during this whole podcast, and we're hopeful that that might be the case. But uh, you may find that I'm talking more than she is talking. And you may find that in future episodes, I'm the only one on the episode because I'm sure life's challenges will call Camille to various responsibilities. And uh, hopefully we'll have some cool stories from people we know uh, that we have been uh, discipling and they've been discipling us and we're just going to give a lot of hopefully cool ideas as we go forward but without further ado let's talk about why we don't like church Camille why don't you like church 
Well, there's aspects of church that I like, but um, I think one of the things that church hinders is being able to get deep um, and vulnerable with people because you go to church and um, especially with a mom who has three young kids, um, I'm constantly trying to make sure that, you know, they're being quiet or they've got all their stuff together and we're not making a commotion or a ruckus. And um, it gives me very little opportunity to actually have in-depth conversations with um, anyone around me. And so from that aspect, um, it's difficult. But then just from a normal um, person going to church, you know, you may have the meet and greet like during song service. Oh, everyone stand up and meet your neighbor or whatever. But it doesn't really give you the opportunity to get deep with people. And you ask questions. Oh, how was your week? Oh, it was good. You know, but no, um, there's no real vulnerability there. So that's one of the challenges that um, I've just been picking up on uh, as of late. Okay. Now, I should clarify, you and I happen to be a part of what denomination? Seventh-day Adventist. Okay. So we're Seventh-day Adventist Christians. There might be some that tune into this podcast who are not Seventh-day Adventists, and that is fine and cool and awesome. We hope that this podcast can serve and bless and help train those who are not Seventh-day Adventists as well as those who are Seventh-day Adventists. So we might use lingo at times that is peculiar to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. She did not use any in that particular commentary that is peculiar to Seventh-day Adventism. But you also have to realize that the way we traditionally do church, you know, we have stuff like song service, and we have announcements, and we have... um, children's story and we have an offering and i know there might be a lot of people listening who don't have those things uh but i think maybe what we need to do first of all is define church because what you've just described is what people getting together what you've just described is a program right yes yes. and so what do most people think of when they think of church when they say okay this is what church is what do you think of meeting with a number of people in a building and watching a program? Okay, so watching, participating in, going to a program in a building. And this is what I've come to discover is that this is a definition for most people. Church is a program that you go to in a building. And is that the definition of church? I hope not. You hope not, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so usually when we talk about how we don't like church, what we're saying is when most people think of church, they're thinking of a program in a building. And I find that for a lot of people, it's just like you say, it's not relational. It's not vulnerable. You can only go so deep with people. You can't get real personal with them. You show up once a week and you say hi to somebody for a few minutes and then you know, some churches, they have more time of fellowship, but by and large, it's it's just a very fast and shallow experience. And so I actually, for the longest time, didn't know, didn't realize that I didn't like that idea of church. For a long time, I thought, oh, this is just, it is what it is. And then something interesting happened because about a year ago, 
Camille and myself and about four or five other people from our congregation, we set out to plant a new church in our city. And uh, we started meeting together, gathering together at our in-laws house, well, Camille's brother and his wife. And uh, we were starting to we were starting to plan out how we're going to plant a new church, and uh, I'll never forget that first night. Now they have a nice house, right? I like their house. You like their house? Yep. And we were sitting around. We were we were singing together. We were praising. I was playing my guitar. We were sharing. It was just a small little intimate group, and it was like I I all of a sudden realized that church didn't have to be anything more than that. Like, why did it have to be something different than that? We had originally thought about, um, you know, doing this very maybe contemporary new church service at this new church and thinking, oh, we're going to draw in all these people and we're going to put on this great program. And in fact, some of the books that I had been reading, they had said, when you put together this team, this launch team for a new church, don't get close. Don't be like vulnerable with one another. Don't be close because all you're there to do is to launch a new church. And once you launch the new church, then the whole group kind of gets broken up. So you don't want to be close to one another. And when we met, when we started meeting, I was just like, man, this is awesome. This fellowship, this is what we hadn't been really experiencing per se with the way we had been doing it before with the traditional approach. And so I thought to myself, why does church have to be more than this type of fellowship? Why does it have to be a program that we put on? And it was at that point that we kind of started thinking differently about what church is because church is people. Right. Right. You agree? Yeah, definitely. If you don't have um, the fellowship and um, people coming together, you know, literally church is, it would be just a building. Just a building, just a program you put on that you go to once a week. Have you found that there are other people that you have kind of interacted with about these sorts of things that it resonates with them, what you have come to understand about church, like your new understanding, so to speak, quote unquote, of what church is like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, I think the thing with church is that people go and they expect to get something. And I don't think that's what Christ had in mind when he was on this earth. Um, yes, they went to the temple and the synagogue, but he also met with many, many people in small groups, for instance, his 12 disciples. And it was there and with them that he spent the majority of his time discipling them so that they could then take the work out to the rest of the world. And had he not spent that time with those disciples, you know, this message that we have now would not be here. And so, um, yeah, I think it resonates with a lot of people that, um, you know, church needs to be more than what it is, more than a program, um, more than 
how great we can put on a program. And I think a lot of people go to church and they think, oh, that was a nice sermon or eh, I didn't like that sermon this week or, oh, I didn't like this praise music. And it's a constant evaluation of how the program it's is like being put on. consumeristic. Very right. much so. Very, Very consumeristic. Much so. And, there may, and there may be, you know, a handful of people who who participate, but they're kind of the main ones who participate and provide those services, if you will, um, for the program. And then everyone else just consumes and doesn't do, you, do anything. Do you think that the, cons- the... So what we've talked about, and this is not original to us, but there is this difference between quote-unquote attractional church, which is a congregation puts on programs that they try to get people to come to in their building or another building. And that's the way most churches are done, whether you're a contemporary church or a uh, even a traditional church. Like most churches are attractional on some level. Everything takes place in their building, and they try to get people to come to their building to their meetings, to their programs. Um, and that, do, do you, I, I haven't, I don't think that that is very effective for a place like New England where it's very, very non-religious and most of the population is not going to show up. You have a lot of friends who are unchurched. Uh, do you find that it would be very likely that they would just one day say, hey, there's a meeting going on at this building. I'm going to go to it. No, definitely not. And um, because I have um, a number of friends in the community, in fact, most of my friends live in the community and are unchurched, um, I've been very surprised at how um, much they have said to me, like, oh, yeah, I noticed that you you know, do this, or I noticed that you don't do this. Um, it, it isn't because I've invited them to an evangelistic series or I've knocked on their door and asked if they want to do Bible studies, but by doing life with them, by um, getting together with them for dinners or having play dates with them or meeting them, you know, at the park or the library or, you know, going out to eat, whatever it is, um, they've been able to see how different Sean and I live and how different we raise our children um, and so that, and not I think, just because we do weird stuff, like we don't eat meat or we, you know, don't do certain things on Saturdays. You're talking about actual character wise. Like, yeah. You know, we're by God's grace, we're patient with people. We're kind to people. We, yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try by God's grace. And, but we have to constantly go back to for to the yeah, forgiveness so of Jesus. So it's not by you know, me asking them or handing them a tract or bringing my Bible and saying, hey, let's, you know, go over this. Not that those are bad things, but the majority of people who are unchurched, we need to meet them. And I know I've heard this since I was little, meeting people where they are. But I think as Christians, I think a lot of the time we're not doing that. We're we're sitting in our church and we're trying to come up with this awesome program that we can invite people to and have them come to our church where whereas instead we could be doing life with them and you know going going out to them so that's that's the difference between attractional church which is come to us come to our building sit in this program sit through this program that that may or may not be relevant to your life and may or may not dig down into the uh, 
depths of you know your need versus what is called missional church, where it's we recognize that we are the church, right? We the people are the church, yeah, and we go out to where they are and we pursue them where they are. That's the way Jesus lived. He he went out, and we know that this mission began in the heart of God. God is the great missional God. He uh, sent Jesus out to this earth to incarnate the gospel, to live out the gospel. And so, what I find this is very simple. What I find with millennials, especially, we're I don't I don't know. Maybe you're technically out of the millennial age, Camille, since you're older than me. Funny, funny. Um, but uh, I think we're both kind of millennials, and what I find that millennials want is they want authentic community mm-hmm. and they want uh, to make a difference. And I think that's awesome because that's what church is. And yet for so long we have made it something else. We have made it, you go to this building, you do this thing, and then it may or may not have any relevance to the rest of your life. And so I think that when a lot of people say, I don't want anything to do with the church, they're not really rejecting the church they're rejecting our version that we've given them of the church. And so I think it's a very, very exciting time, exciting occasion that we find ourselves in where we get to get back to the authentic expression of church, where we get back to the Bible and we say, this is what church is. It's God's people doing God's work in everyday life. And so I, I love church but I dislike the very narrow way in which we have made church out to be. Do you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I, I love that we're thinking outside the box and there's um, a lot of other people wanting to do the same and, and looking for something different than what um, the way church has been done for hundreds of years. Okay. So I think we've gone long enough here on this first episode. We want to keep them short and sweet. This is maybe even a little longer than we would want them to be. But I hope that you have been challenged by what we've been talking about, that it's been thought-provoking for you, and that you'll tune in again next time on our awesome and exciting podcast, Mission Lab, where we'll discuss different ideas of mission, different ideas of church. We'll talk to people who... We have uh, come to know and love and get their perspective. Some of them may not be exactly the same as our perspective. Some of them might be. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you'll come again and listen next time. Anything else before we sign out, Camille? We'll see you next time. See you next time. Very good. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris O'Day. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPod.